Hello, welcome to another episode of Anime Matters. I am your host, Seven. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ace. I'm excited for this hot take. I think this is one of my hotter takes, and I'm excited to see how this one lands, actually. I'm ready for it to be clipped. I'm ready for comments. I'm ready for it, okay? Because I'm going to be poking at a lot of people's favorite characters in anime. So here's my take. If a main isn't funny... He's got no fucking chance of being a great. No fucking chance. Okay? Now, let me just go off of some of the mains that I'd say are the greats. Naruto, Goku, Luffy, Yusuke, Yuji, and Mob. I think those are absolute great mains. Shit mains. Ichigo Kurosaki, Eren Yeager, Oh my god. Thorfinn, Ken Kaneki, and Tanjiro. What what is happening? They, what, what, that, what? That's where that's where I lump all those mains in there because none of them are funny. And I just if you're not funny, you're not that interesting as a main. Not everything has to be funny though. Oh my god. Not but, everything has to be about like but some I just shows. care less about you. You don't really have like a person a real personality. You can have a personality without being the funny guy. People have personalities that aren't the funny guy. But no sense of humor? That's not true. Ichigo at least has a little bit of a sense of humor. But Aaron, you know, everything's just so fucking grim. You know, I can't get behind him. Thorfinn, same thing. Everything's so grim. What in fuck is, how is that their fault? Tanjiro's just kind of weird. He watched his family get fucking, or he saw, came home to his entire family butchered. He saw him fucking murdered. Aaron saw his mom eaten by a fucking titan. Why, where is the joy? Thorfinn watched Find his dad get murdered and then spent the next 20 years with the guy that murdered his dad, watching them rape villagers. There's no fucking joy and moment to laugh. God. Okay, so uh, are any of those mains better than the ones that I put on my great mains? Yeah. How? Who? I my, you, We just disagree here. I don't think you got to make me chuckle. You, you, you don't got to make me smile to be a great main. I think that's ridiculous. I, and Kaneki doesn't, he doesn't belong in any of these lists. Get him out of here. Ken Kaneki intrigues me just as much as Aaron Yeager. Oh, my, okay. All right. We're going to need to move on here because this is going to get heated, and we got a lot to get into. Uh, so moving past your your hot take that really just set me the fuck off. Today, in anticipation and preparation for the Super Bowl, uh, I actually have a vested interest in the Super Bowl because my favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, will be in the Super Bowl. I mean, I always have a a big interest in the Super Bowl, but this year more so uh, than normal years. So uh, we're going to be making our own anime version of the Super Bowl. Who's our quarterback? Who's our running back? Who's the head coach? We're going to get into that in a little bit, but before we get into that, we are going to uh, jump into just a just a few uh, anime matters as we typically do. So first off, really just to generate the hype, this is the main one I wanted to touch on. Demon Slayer Swordsmith Village Arc first episode theatrical screenings earn 1.15 billion yen. Uh Basically, I think we had talked about this before, Swordsmith Village Arc, uh, television anime sold 810,000 tickets uh, in its first three days in Japan and topped the weekend box office. So they released the first episode of the new arc as a fucking movie, like as a movie. I believe it was, uh, yes, it was a full, about a full hour long. And yeah, the fact that they can just new arc release it and it sells out just the new episode of season. It's not like a full fledged movie. 
It's just the 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 start of the next arc, and it's already selling out. Like Demon Slayer is so fucking popular, it's crazy. That's insane. I mean, what's one of the biggest shows to ever hit America? Game of Thrones. Yeah, that, you know they people weren't lined up in the you know in theaters to see just the first episode. You know, I mean, granted they didn't release it in the theaters, but I honestly don't think. I, I mean, I wouldn't have paid money for. Just to to see, see just for the viewing viewing of the first episode. I don't know. It might have. You know, that's hard to say, but it's still impre- to be number one. That's the part I think is I think people would have went, but to be number one against, you know, I, I don't I didn't really look at what else it's competing against, but the fact that it's number one is crazy. And uh yeah, it just builds the hype for the new season of Demon Slayer. And yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It's coming soon and it's gonna be big. That's that's all I can say is Demon Slayer is it is broken through pop culture in a lot of ways. I think that's probably the most common shirt that I see is Demon Slayer shirts. So cannot wait for that. And like I said, we got a lot to get into. So that's actually going to do it for us on Anime Matters. Just wanted to make sure to talk about some Demon Slayer and uh, it doing big things. And now it is time for us to get into it. We are going to be competing in a manner of speaking with our assembled football teams using only anime characters, assembling the best fucking team that we can come up with. The the rosters aren't going to be perfect. We're not going through every offensive lineman, defensive lineman. We'll have one O-line person, one D-line person. We'll, you know, we'll play it like that. But I'm excited to get into this. So to kick us off, I'm going to go first. Who is the leader of, generally the leader of a football team? The linebacker. No, no. The leader of a football team, the person that steers the ship, that sets the culture, the person everybody gets in line and follows is the quarterback. And no team, no team can be where they are generally. I guess there's some exceptions, but almost no team can get to where you want to be, which is winning the Super Bowl without a great leader and a great quarterback. And my quarterback, my leader of my anime Super Bowl team, Come on. It's as predictable as can be. Well, I'm going chalk. I'm going straw hat Luffy to be the quarterback of my football team. He is leading it. Everybody will get in line and follow this man. You know, that actually makes me really happy because, you know, Super Bowl is not a best of seven series. It's a one game scenario. And I don't Luffy likes to fuck around too much to where you're going to find yourself in a huge deficit. And my quarterback, he's. He is the ideal fucking quarterback, okay? He is, what do you want out of a quarterback? You want him cool, unflappable, you know, and pretty fast and strong as well. So I'm going with Naruto Uzumaki, okay? Yeah, okay. You know, he's he's got projectile uh, moves. So, I mean, he you know, he's, he's, he's got a little, he's got a little something. Uh, he, he's kind of used to it. And I just, he's going to be training his ass off for this whole for this whole two weeks after they won the, the conference championship games, he's been training his fucking ass off. Meanwhile, Luffy's over at the fucking bars celebrating the whole time. Okay. <laughs> my quarterback is ready to go. Not so sure about yours. Okay. No, no, no. My guy, when the chips are, whenever all the chips have been pushed to the table, when it is time, when it is go time, when it is big boss battle time, when it is showdown time, Luffy's going to show up. I like my quarterback better than your quarterback in this setting. Let's move on to the running backs. Ever heard of the hidden leaf village? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, I think I think my guy rises to the occasion as well. Just okay. saying. Let's move to the running backs. All right. 
in a running back, you know, I, yeah, the, the position has lost some value, but I want a tough motherfucker. I want a versatile dude. I want somebody that can grind it out and can just, just churn out the yards when it's tough, who's not going to quit, who's not going to give up. I was conflicted. I was between two guys, but ultimately, I want... Uh, you know, I want a versatile guy. I want a guy that I could trust to throw the football to, and I think he can do this. I think he's got a little bit of everything. But most of all, he's a tough son of a bitch. Give me Yusuke Yorameshi as my running back. Okay, that's that's solid. He's, he's nice and gritty. Uh, my guy's going to be a, a fucking beast on the field, okay? He's going to be a fucking animal. And that's because he is a fucking animal. What do I want out of my running back? You know, uh, they got to be jacked. Quick and tough as fucking nails. Just a fucking overall football player. And for me, that's Inosuke. Inosuke mm. is, he was meant to be a fucking running back. And when you see running backs, they like a real, real fucking running back, you know? They fucking, they're just tough as shit. All right, they can they can take that ball for thirty thirty you no, carries. You got an no old school running to. back. You got yeah, no I got I got I got a fucking Mike Allstott. I mean, <laughs> you got a fullback. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's he's too small to be the fullback, but no, he's he's a fucking he's quick as shit. You know, uh, ripped. Uh, I knows what it's like I, to wear a helmet. Exactly. I, I can't say enough about Inosuke. And also, we were up against the salary cap. We weren't willing to pay a running back. Yeah, we, we our team didn't care about salary cap. My team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my wide receiver. Now, this position, I want somebody. I don't necessarily need the tough and gritty. You know, wide receivers are known to be are, are known to be divas. You know, they 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 need the ball. They need to shine. They got some glitz and glamour. You know, but they are athletes. They can get vertical. Okay, they can make plays, they can finesse it as needed, they can do a little bit of everything, but most of all, one-on-one, -on -one, this is a terror. At wide receiver, Satoru Gojo is going to be one of my wide receivers. So uh, I think he's going to be able to win plenty on the, uh, on the outside. I don't think he's going to have any fucking issues with that. And joining him is going to be Yuji. Same show. Same type of guy. Yuji is long and athletic, and he's going to go up and get those balls. I like Yuji. <clears throat> Jeez, my voice cut out there. I like Yuji. I like Gojo. That is a wide receiver pairing that is going to cause DB some fucking nightmares. Yeah, my DBs aren't scared of your receivers at all. Uh, yours, wow. Yours should probably be scared of mine. Um, so, and I, so a wide receiver should be athletic. They're they're bitchy. They're me guys and flashy. Okay, that's what a receiver is. I don't see that out of either of your guys. I mean, they're not really the pro. They're kind of like C receivers. They're number three receivers. What? Okay, so Luffy must be slinging the fucking rock because, you know, he must be. He must be I'm kind of scared. Or your defense is scaring no, you. I don't know because I'm not terrified plays. of this offense so far. But my receivers, okay, first of all, you want, you want chemistry between your quarterback and your receiver. And my guy, my... Naruto's throwing to Sasuke Uchiha, okay? They they got fucking chemistry. If anyone's got chemistry, it's them. All right? And and then also, just another guy I thought would make a great receiver, fits the mold, and that's Hawks from My Hero Academia. Ooh. You know, he can literally fly up and go get the ball. So Okay, well, we, I, I'm not sure. I, we haven't figured out the powers <laughs> and how we're incorporating those, but, uh, you know. Uh, I do like the chemistry. I, I think that was smart, and I, I do wish I had thought of that because I would have probably put Sanji out wide, uh, but I did not think of that at the time, so uh, credit to you for thinking of that. Next, 
Tight end. Cannot forget about tight end. And what do we need out of a tight end? We need them to be reliable. On a third and fourth down, they're underneath. They're going to make a catch. They're going to be tough. They can step up when they're needed. They can fit into a role. If they're not getting the ball, they're okay. But you know what they will do when their card is, when it is their turn, when their number's called, you know what they're going to do? They're going to step the fuck up. That is might guy. He is my tight end. end. That man can step up when needed, and he can fit into a role. My guy, tough as nails. So I'm not going to have a huge explanation for my tight end because I just came up with it five seconds ago. Uh, Completely forgot the position. But you want a football player. And of all anime characters that I can see just being fucking football players, Rora Noah Zoro. Rora Noah Zoro. That's why I got is my tight end. Okay, he he can block his ass off. You know he, he's not gonna he's not gonna take you deep. You know he's not he's not huge in the receiving department. But that's okay because we got good receivers. So he's he's gonna catch those little dump offs and you know fight for five extra yards. Pick he's he's a he's our security blanket for my team. Okay, so that that's what Zoro's role is on my team. That's Zoro's a good tight end. I respect that. I respect that. Um, I don't have a big explanation for this guy. <laughs> my. Offensive lineman of choice. We're in the world of anime. Snorlax. Snorlax is going to be holding it down. Good luck getting past Snorlax. Good luck. That is a big motherfucker. We all faced that hurdle having to get around Snorlax. When we were uh, in playing Pokemon, he was blocking four pathways at once. We had to go get a flute to move his big ass, and we couldn't do it for days. He is holding it down. He is protecting my quarterback. Well, I mean, kind of limits your spacing as he's blocking your quarterback's vision. No, 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 we're good. Oh, oh so he's already blocking my guy. <laughs> yes, he's only blocking your guys. Snorlax holding it down, baby. Just line out, line up out wide. No, Snorlax has got it. We got five Snorlaxes. We're good. Oh God, we're that, good. That's just cheating. Well, I mean, the field's covered at that point. No, we can't play football. <laughs> uh, no, but my offensive lineman. So I want my. I like my offensive lineman. Huge, nasty, and, you know, they're ready to fight, okay? So you put your fucking hands on Naruto after the whistle. This guy's ready to fucking throw down and just gnaw your head off, and that's Thorkel. I got Thorkel as my shit. fucking offensive that's lineman. That's a good O-lineman. A goddamn Viking. Probably a better D-lineman, though. I think you, you nah, missed. You miss, nope, you, nope. D-linemen are more glitzy and glamoury. Offensive linemen are just there to do the job. No, Thorkel, no. He wants to run block. He wants to go out and kill people. He doesn't have the discipline to... You yeah. just said he wants to run block. No, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. an offensive lineman. Yeah, I understand, but he's not going to want to pass block. I think you put him at D-line, and uh, I appreciate you not doing that because we're going to get by him. We're just going to trick him. All right. Next, all right, moving on from the offensive side of the football. There are two sides of the football, and we got to get into the second side here. So, cornerbacks, what do we need? We need technique, technique, technique. I need speed and shiftiness and great agility as, as well as some untapped potential. They can grow. They can become better. My cornerbacks, the Ackermans, Levi and Mikasa Ackerman, they are going to get it done technique is there for days they're not going to get caught slipping and they're going to easily compete with your boy sasuke on the outside who is your other receiver hawks hawks yeah we're, we're good we're locking them up let's go baby okay well you're literally not going to be able to throw to your receivers because one i mean not not that i even needed a special cornerback but this kind of like the ace up my sleeve all right who you got 
give me Shikamaru because your your C your oh, C graded oh, quarterbacks are literally oh, not gonna be able to move. We're cooking. They're literally we're cooking. How? Shadow we're position cooking. jutsu. You can't even move. We're cooking you. You can't even move. That is such a limited jutsu. We're cooking you. Oh god. And then my my lockdown cornerback, because you're not gonna be able to get anything by him because he's the same guy as your quarterback, is Luffy. Okay, you're not getting anything by Luffy. He's picking off every fucking pass you throw. He might even pick it off if you throw it to the other side of the field. Well, we haven't determined how better we're playing, cor- better how we're doing the powers here. Better cornerback than quarterback, for sure. No chance, Act. No chance. Yeah, I'm not even sure how we're incorporating the powers at this point, because otherwise... Well you, well, you can't bring that up when I literally picked my cornerbacks for their powers. Well, no, 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 no. Because then I'd, I wouldn't have picked the Ackermans, all I'm saying. But, okay, Moving on from the uh, from the cornerback position. Who the fuck starts defense off with the cornerbacks? That was weird. What? What do you mean? That was who I had next on my, <laughs> my list. That's just how I put it. All right. Moving on from the corners. Linebackers. Maybe where I should have started. Or D-line. You know what? I'm going to start D-line. Yeah, my D-line, you're supposed to start My D-line. D-lineman is quick. Snorlax's counterpart. Slaking, baby. The gorilla Pokemon. Just get the fuck out of his way. He's He is... Moving people aside, slaking. You're literally putting animals in this. <laughs> there, I'm, I have love for all anime. I'm trying to be well rounded here. Hey, hey, Steelers. Let's. How about we uh we pair uh, T.J. Watt up with a fucking tiger? Let's go do that. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Good let's, luck. Good luck go blocking that. him. <laughs> You're literally <laughs> cheating the system. At least trying to. No, I'm not. Anyways. I'm easily getting by fucking Snorlax with my D lineman, all right? Like I mentioned, the reason I didn't put Thorkel as my D lineman is because a D lineman is basically the same as an offensive lineman, okay? Fast, strong, nasty, loves a fight, but they're also shit talkers. They're glitzy, you know, and they love their shine, and my guy's Toto. Fucking just tossing Snorlax because he's got the muscles to do it. All right, that is a good D line. I think he can get after it, and I would if I'm picking a position for him, it would have been either linebacker or D lineman. So uh, yeah, I think I think that works. But you know what? You know what? He's got nothing, not a goddamn thing on my linebacker duo. My linebacker oh, duo. Do you, want, you pick two? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on, they came together. There is no way you can defeat this linebacker duo. I This is the pride and joy of my defense. My defense's pride and joy is in the linebacker duo. I need psychos with unrelenting motors. People that embrace contact, hold grudges. They're going to take shit personal. They're not going to back down. They are going to seek out the hits. Give me Bakugo and Inosuke as my linebackers. Try coming at us with the ball. Try us. Easily. I, they, they'll overreact to everything. Ah, oh, come they, on. They, they're just going to get... You easily get into Bakugo's head. No way. Yeah, you... Listen, if my running... You're not back, running the ball. You're not running the ball. If my running back gets one move on him... Listen, it, he's, he's going to be so mad. I'm just going to run play action. Boom. Dump that shit off to Zoro because he he's ready for the contact on the next play with my running back. Okay, it, ah, that's so easy to no, get. No, not a damn chance. They're lighting you up. Your fucking guys are getting hurt. Okay, my linebackers. You want chemistry amongst your linebackers? Okay, they got to be able to trust that they're going to be in the right in the right in the right positions. All right, and my guys got the ultimate chemistry. They are literal fucking linebackers. 
same show, and that is Yusuke Yurameshi and Kuwabara. <laughs> they're gritty, tough as nails, athletic enough. They're just fucking football players, street street toughs. Okay, they were meant to be <laughs> linebackers. I, and Yusuke would love to go up against himself at running back, and Kuwabara, you know he's ready to fucking get after him. So I, I do like I I will I will admit I like the chemistry that you're looking for in your uh like I have it in my cornerback duo but I feel like you do have a lot of chemistry I'll I'll give you that as you, far you have it in the duo that doesn't need chemistry no they because <laughs> no, they're they, on a fucking island no they need to point at each other like yup yup hell of a play hell of they, a they play need to take the they need to take the cross armed f- uh, pictures together yeah <laughs> yeah the, oh man I can't wait for my team celebrations you know somebody picks up a fumble and they go to the other end and they're ready to celebrate it. Oh, I'm excited for that. Okay, uh, safety. This is this was a late addition. I totally had forgotten about safety. Half my team's a late addition. All right. The, I had forgotten about a safety. So uh, this is a, this was a little bit uh, uh, rushed, impromptu. But uh, my safety is going to be. I'm trying to think of one to change it. I'm not super excited about my safety, but I cannot think quick enough on my feet right now. Uh, I guess it's going to have to be Reiner. Reiner is my fucking safety. I mean, come on. This dude is tough, gritty, and he's, he's smart slow. enough. No, 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 no. Reiner's making plays. We're he's becoming armored. Well, he's becoming armored titan as needed. As needed. <laughs> he is running through your your fucking receivers. He is hounding you over the middle. He is taking out kneecaps. He is hunting heads. Let's go, Reiner. He's a box safety. <laughs> All right, my safety. I, I want my guy to be able to cover ground, okay? And that's, listen, There's there's been a lot of fucking uh, reruns. In this, it kind of sucks, but we probably should have done a draft beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but that's Levi Ackerman. You know, covers a lot of ground. Uh, I don't know what we're doing with the powers, especially if he's got the ODM gear he's covering <laughs> We've the never, maybe yeah. that's a running thing. We will never figure out how we're actually going to use the powers. Yeah, no in real our, power in scale. <laughs> we're just going to figure it out on the fly. They just, they, they're brought, everybody Listen. has, maybe everybody has their powers, but they're all on the same power level, you know? So everybody can kick everybody's ass. They just have their own unique abilities. Their brute strength is uh, equal. Yeah, you know, and like they just that, have different type, little unique yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, they got quirks. Yeah, exactly. All right, I like that. Okay, and holding it down for my special teams. Oh, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> because I wanted to make sure he was included, and I almost included him in a, as my running back, David Martinez from Cyberpunk Edge Runner. I just want you on the team. You're a special teams player, man. You're just gonna go out there. You're gonna make tackles. You're you're scrappy, and uh, you're 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 just making plays, man. You're just on the team. Just want you there. So, David, you're on my team. I, I assume you don't have a special teams player unless you're really fast at thinking. Yeah. So my returner. <laughs> My returner, I want someone quick. Um, that's Hie. I'll, I'll give it to Hie. You know, <laughs> really quick, motherfucker, shifty as shit. You know, small, small, so he gets lost in the pile. I mean, some of the greatest returners I, I can think of are really small. Trinan Holiday. All right, but he has to be your kicker and punt return, uh, punter, and your. Uh... Oh, he has to be everything. Yeah, that's what David was. He was everything. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> We're not making any field goals anyway. Well, that's okay. well, no, because I was gonna have my punter be TN and my kicker be Krillin. Ooh, that would have been smart. Sanji could have been my throw kicker. Throw him on the fucking team. Sanji could have been my kicker. Sanji's my kicker. All right. <laughs> do, uh, oh, wait, wait. Who's your long snapper, though? <laughs> yeah. 
All right, all right, all right. Fucking ridiculous. Last, last, in, and in some cases, most important. I don't think they're most important here, but very important. Head coach. Uh, for the head coach position, I am going to go with a duo that's going to produce like magic, right? They just, you mash these two minds together, these two brains together, and the chemistry. Are and you the giving me an offensive? Are you giving me an offensive and defensive coordinator? No, no, no. no. Why are you talking no, about no, no, a duo right hold now? Hold on. I need creativity, and in the late nights, they're going to make great discoveries, and there is no better pairing of the minds than Okibe and Makise Kirisu, a.k.a. Christina from Steinsgate. Let's go. Put the two of them together. And they they're fucking out, on the sidelines. They're, they're, no, they're fucking at late nights, all right? And they are figuring out your defense. They're figuring out how to stop your offense. They have just figured it out like they figured out time travel. Put these two together and watch my team thrive. Well, sure. They made it through, you know, tough times. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Okabe hasn't. Mm, not that smart because you figured out time travel on his 500th try Oh my god! on his 500th try let's keep it real here but my head coach okay this is a leader of men this is this is the guy who even if your fucking pedestrian team manages to get a halftime lead on us he's rallying the troops and the fans are they're going to be thankful for the great halftime show, okay? Because it's it's going to be a bloodbath in the second half because Commander Ervin is absolutely <laughs> fucking giving the he's giving an Al Pacino speech, okay? From any given Sunday. He's he is ramping up these fucking men. And I I just don't think a group of men are responding to fucking nerdy ass Soka Bay. Yeah, All Luffy's right? our leader. Luffy's our leader. That's the thing. I established yeah, if that your in the player front. has to be your leader, not your coach. Yeah, I, I'm not into it. No, I don't know. I'm telling you, we're figuring it out. We're cracking the code, and we're moving this bad boy along. We're figuring it out. And then, just to throw in... Oh, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. What? <laughs> Do, the ref? No, Who, the who's Carl Sheffers, huh? <laughs> so, for my mascot... <laughs> you took it a level fucking below. Holy Al, shit. Al from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is going to be the team mascot. Because, uh, you know, he's a cool... He's, a, he's the dopest looking anime character mascot mascot type thing that i could think of that wasn't a pokemon so al from full metal alchemist hell yeah we are the knights or whatever the fuck our team name is gonna be let's go baby any uh any additions to your to your team or is your team set you need a let's mascot do, do i have a final <laughs> fucking ass pool of a fucking mascot i got a mascot um damn it <laughs> i was gonna make it. tony chopper no, no, no i i got a mascot um Fucking um, Violet Evergarden. Oh, get that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's disrespectful. That is just disrespectful. All right. Uh, no, I thought there was a joke there. That wasn't really a joke, but whatever. All right. Uh, so that is our team. So to quickly recap my team, my quarterback is Luffy, Straw Hat Luffy. My running back, Yusuke Yorameshi. My wide receivers, Satoru Gojo and Yuji. Tight end is Mike Guy. Offensive lineman is Snorlax. My cornerbacks, Mikasa and Levi Ackerman. At linebacker, I got Bakugo and Inosuke. At D-lineman, Slaking. Reiner's my safety. David's holding it down on the special teams. I got Okibe and Christina holding it down as the head coach. And my mascot is Al from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. When we put the graphic together for this. Oh, it's, it's, it's no oh way. My, there's no the way. It's too, too many. My favor. Oh, no. I was okay. just saying there's too many people. Um, so 
recap my team. We got Cool Calm Collected Naruto. Maybe I shouldn't say Cool Calm because, you know, he's kind of hyped. Yeah, but we got Naruto. We got Inosuke at running back. Thorkel at lineman. And then our our pass catchers. We got Sasuke and Hawks at receiver. And Rorno Zoro at tight end. On defense, manning down the the trenches is we got Toto, we got Yu, Yusuke and Kuwabara at linebacker. Not sure why we have two linebackers and only one DL. I felt like we were really <laughs> disrespectful to the trenches throughout this process. Not my choice. Um, cornerbacks: Shikamaro and Luffy, and then at safety we got Levi Ackerman. All right, and no mascot. No mascot for you. Yeah, nah. I'm I'm really. <laughs> how, how about how about Krillin's kicker and mascot? <laughs> Krillin can do a little bit of everything. All right. So the whole point of us building our Super Bowl teams was to play out a Super Bowl. Uh, I not, you know, just just see who would win, set some lines and stuff. But with every Super Bowl, with every matchup comes some fun props. You know, you can bet on pretty much anything. If you know anything about football, you know the Super Bowl is the biggest gambling extravaganza of the year when it comes to football. I mean, you can bet on the fucking Gatorade color. You can bet on if there's going to be barbecue sauce poured on Andy Reid. If the Chiefs win, you can bet on literally anything when it comes to the Super Bowl. So, we're going to bring a little bit of that into uh, our anime Super Bowl. We're going to try and figure out some potential props, some potential pieces to go alongside our Super Bowl, and uh, just see what we can come up with in a, in a kind of fun way. So, I'll, I'll kick us off. For the national anthem, I'm proposing, and we can work together on this, I like C2 to sing our national anthem. What do you think of that? Who's your national anthem singer? Mm. Yeah, it's usually a hot girl, huh? Yeah, usually a hot girl, <laughs> and she's been around long enough. She's been immortal. I'm sure she picked up some singing lessons along the line. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay, all right. And uh, usually they set an over-under on the, the time they take to sing the national anthem because some singers like to milk that shit. Like Alicia Keys, when she had the national anthem, she was playing piano. She slow played it. A lot of people made a lot of money betting the over I don't actually know how long the National Anthem takes. I'm not going to set an over-under here, but just know that that is a bet that you can fucking submit. If you have inside information, which people literally do have inside information on the National Anthem, you will make money and know uh, if it's going under or over a certain amount of time. So the National Anthem, you know, they run, you know, when Vegas is setting their lines for the actual game, they're running all these analytics. I wonder for the National Anthem, they probably play their standard song and then listen to that artist perform it in concert and just to see how extra they are in actual in their, performance. Yeah, mm. that, that is probably how they do it. Oh, actually, here's the thought. I, I actually didn't think about this before. And what the fuck National Anthem are they singing in anime world? What What's the designation? <laughs> the Japan, Japan national anthem. Yeah. All right, fine. I didn't know if they were gonna sing like an anime world, like a, like an, one of the best anime ops. You know, they were gonna go with. But okay, so they're gonna be singing the Japanese national anthem. All right, how many fights are happening in our matchup? What What would you set the over under as? Like fights to happen. We got some hotheads on this fucking team, on both teams. So I feel like all the fights are gonna be between our running backs and linebackers. <laughs> Listen, I, yep. I got I got fucking maulers on my in my trenches. But I just feel like your animals are just too stupid to actually get into the fight. <laughs> I don't know. 
I would say I, I'm so upset at how much you disrespect to the trenches. <laughs> I I can't get over this. What do you mean? I got giants up in the in the trenches. You disrespected it. It, it was a throwaway. <laughs> no, you just you just think of linemen as fat people. <laughs> That's all you think of them as. Okay, oh, Slake is not a fat person. He's a he's a fucking gorilla. All right, he's throwing motherfuckers so, around. Buff but fattish. Okay, <laughs> he's at their yeah, power. Yeah, that's line. what a D lineman no, is. No, he's dude. a big motherfucker. <laughs> okay, what the fuck? Oh, they fights, fights. Okay, so oh, you're so uh, upset. I love it. So Inosuke is absolutely fighting Inosuke. Um, oh, both Inoskes yeah, are my, fighting. My running back Inosuke is fighting your linebacker Inosuke. My running back Inosuke is also getting into like five fights with your Bakugo. With my, I, I have yeah. I have my Bakugo and my Inosuke fighting because they're linebackers that you gain four yards on the left side. They're definitely fighting. So I would set the over under on my own team fighting each other at like two and a half. And they're probably hitting the over on that. They're fighting within themselves three times on defense alone. Total fights for the game. Uh, it's got to be like eight and a half. Ah, fuck. They're just scrumming nonstop, right? Yeah, Yusuke and Kuwabar are going to have that issue too. I yeah. mean, Yusuke literally just beats his ass for no, for you know, for <laughs> for a little joke every now and then. Yeah, punches thrown. Maybe we should have said punches thrown. Yeah, there, there's a good amount of punch. Eight, eight over, over fifteen. Over fifteen. Punches over fifteen. Thrown. I'm taking the over on every kind of fighting thing. All right, another popular thing with celebrities. They did this a lot with the Eagles Super Bowl win in 2017. They panned to the crowd, and there was a certain celebrity that they were going to a lot. It was Bradley Cooper. Kevin Hart. No, it was Bradley Cooper that oh, they it was were. Kevin Hart. No, Bradley Cooper was sitting in the in the press box with Jeffrey Lurie, who is the celebrity anime cameo person that's getting a lot of the spotlight as they're watching this unfold. Okay, so the one I got is not so much celebrity. I mean, it's celebrity for sure, but it's more so former player. So they're retired and mm. they're a duo. It's, we got Goku and Vegeta watching from the stands. Of course, yeah. They're they're yep. out of the. They're out of their prime. You know, they're retired. They're just enjoying the great game of anime football. Oh, and you know what the announcers are saying? Fuck, I didn't pick announcers, but you, you know what? <laughs> Ray- <laughs> Reagan's my announcer. Reagan uh, and uh, the uh, fucking voice guy from My Hero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy. Yeah, they could definitely be a great duo. Um, but yeah, Ray, they, they just keep saying, and they're the two greatest to ever do it. You know, watching the new generation and Goku, of course, the best to ever do it. And, you know, Vegeta maybe, maybe hears that and, you know, gets pissed off. He gives that little side eye look. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, debatable, debatably the best to ever do it. <laughs> but yeah, they, they just keep giving love to the, to the old heads. But really what Goku and Vegeta are doing is scouting the competition. They still want to keep fighting, you know. They're not really out of the game. They want to fight somebody. They want to see who has the talent, and uh, that's really what they're doing there. Uh, next, I got, uh, you know, in every Super Bowl, there's always the risk for uh, for somebody to get locked up, potentially, right? I mean, you got drunk people in the crowds, fighting, getting mad, getting angry. I got two people going to jail from the anime world that are not playing, that are in the crowds, and it's Gon and Kiloa. They are trying to sneak onto the field. That's really what they're doing. They're, you know, they're taking ah, advantage. No way. Oh, come on. No, they're sneaking. They're, they're, they're going, that- they're, they're, they're crawling under everybody, trying to be sneaky, make use of their youth. And eventually they get caught by the security guard. Uh-oh. They're that YouTube guy that every year sneaks in. You know, he records him sneaking his, his way into the Super Bowl. Yo, they're that guy. I just had they're told the you they're sneaking. I know. I have them sneaking, but getting caught. But they're caught not getting caught. At no the way. end, when they get on the field, they're caught. 
That is my thought. But yes, I have the same idea. They're sneaking on for a reason, and they eventually get caught, and, and, and they get locked up for that. That's my thought. All right, along with, uh, you know, wild crowd behavior, we always, I mean, we don't always get in the Super Bowl, but we get in a lot of football games, and this particular game is, it's a little wild, you know, there's a lot of fights, you know, shit's popping, mm-hmm. the crowd's getting this rowdy, big game. okay, and uh, so we're going to have a streaker, for sure, and for me, I just think that that streaker, you know, they're striking out with the with the hot girl that they're sitting next to, so they're like, fuck it, let me, this is my last resort, let me show her what I'm working with, so just gets naked and fucking runs across the field. You know, he just wants to make an impression on her and leaves his number behind in that Sanji. Sanji, <laughs> Sanji oh, ran yes, down the field. One. He just ran down the field. He's like, fuck it. You know, I had no shot with her tonight anyways. <laughs> maybe this gives her a good impression of me. Maybe some some manipulative. Maybe one, uh, uh, one of the hot chicks or one of the cheerleaders that he's hitting on uh, is bored. And she's like, yeah, if you go straight, he, and he'll do it. He'll just do it. Whatever she says, he's doing. And that boy is running across the field fucking naked i can see it i'm with it you know i yeah i like that one what is he heckling a cheerleader throughout the super bowl <laughs> he's sanji yes that's exactly <laughs> what he's doing okay so i forgot to mention jiraiya is my cameo my celebrity cameo appearance for anime drives back from the dead he's sitting there chilling they just oh and the old you know it's all it's so great to see him you know just looking in great shape dry ever since that last time we saw him you know he's doing a lot better no jiraiya is the um the hall of fame and inductees at the beginning of the game he, he's one of them <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's just been inducted as like a senior member of the you know the, the last guy you know I'm, I'm surprised you didn't do that one the hall of fame and yeah <laughs> yeah the, the hall of fame inductees <laughs> i hit everything yeah at the coin toss you Who's know the hall master of roshi yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah master roshi dryer doing the coin flip master roshi was that guy that got in on his very last try yeah, you yeah. know senior member <laughs> all right and uh last but not least as far as super bowl entertainment Uh, Halftime show. Uh, I think every Super Bowl has to have a good halftime show, and we kind of touched on them earlier. I think the best possible halftime show we can have is uh, the two legends... The two legends in the crowd, they're ta- they heard the announcer saying, oh, there's the greatest to ever do it. And Vachita gets mad about that. Pretty soon around halftime, we have a full-fledged classic. Goku, Vachita, one-on-one sparring contest in the center of the fucking field. And that is our halftime show. But they're singing? No, they're fighting. There's no singing for our no, halftime No show? singing. No, this is anime world, baby. Our, 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 our halftime shows are a little bit different. Okay, well, I was—I actually thought you were gonna bring out a singer, and I was gonna be like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought you were gonna be like, oh, Misa Mane singing or some fucking shit like I that. I guess, yeah. That, if we want to fit Death Note in, yes, Misa Mane <laughs> would probably be the singer. And then, meanwhile, you know, like her music just goes silent. The whole fucking lighting goes dark. And then when it lights up, Killer B's out here shooting a fucking freestyle. <laughs> That's probably better. That's the better halftime show. All right, Misa Mane featuring Killer B holding it the fuck down. Yeah, you brought us back to the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> like some circus act for halftime show. Yeah, you got to see. Evil Knievel got- comes in. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, your halftime show's better. I'll give you that. All right, Misa Mane is singing, representing Death Note, and Killer B is busting the rhymes and uh, repping one P- or uh, repping Nar. So what a great halftime show. What a great Super Bowl. Who wins? We're not going to agree. So uh, I don't even want to settle it right now. But I would say. I just feel like you know my team is bodying yours. You just <laughs> don't do. even want to say I, it. You know, I, we'll, we'll have to. We'll never know. You know, we'll never know until we can uh, Listen, simulate this reality. 
we will have a spot for your Goku Vegeta fight because the crowd's gonna feel so shorted by this <laughs> it's game. It's a blowout. Yeah, they're gonna feel so <laughs> shorted by it. The Goku Vegeta are gonna have to go out there and you know give them their money's worth. The games are won in the trenches and Snorlax and slaking are aren't moving. <laughs> they Your are guys not moving. They're holding it down. Hey, hey, buddy. Guess what? If you gain a yard, your center's not following you. <laughs> yeah, he's not huddling up you guys back he's not even moving from the huddle moving he's, on he's still in the tunnel <laughs> all right well i thought this is a whole lot of fun i wanted to make sure to do it and uh you definitely came with it i would definitely your your team would probably open as the favorite i would say that just because the chemistry is definitely off the charts but that's gonna do it for our uh anime super bowl but what we're going to do this week, which we typically do, is talk about what we've been watching. And more specifically this week, we're going to be doing a bit of a more formal review uh, of an anime that we both just watched, Cyberpunk Edgerunners. This is one that we had talked about, cool title. I, last week's anime, I actually literally said, no, you don't need to sell me on it. I'm already planning on watching it. And, you know, then you started to anyway. But... I put up a post this week on Instagram, like just randomly. I was just like, ah, you know, what? How is this one? Like, is it worth a watch? Fucking blue, you know, like two hundred people, uh, all like, and a bunch of people tell me, yes, watch it. It's great one, anime of the year. All these kind of, you know, high praise and stuff. So I, of course, had to watch it and got through it all. And yeah, uh, I will. Uh, I can go ahead and get us sort of kicked off on the discussion if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. All right, so. Cyberpunk Edgerunners, it's it's set in a world that, it, like, you, you just kind of jump into a world. So Cyberpunk Edgerunners just automatically launches you into this futuristic type of world. It is basically flying type of cars, people looking like robots everywhere, and you're just like, whoa, where the fuck am I? And pause. Three. Okay, so it's, like I said, it's set in this futuristic world, and we're introduced to this character, David, and his mom is struggling to make ends meet. She's she's hustling to try and give him a better life. So it's kind of like really a relatable kind of an anime to start off. Like, they're poor, and they're in this futuristic society, and it's still, even in a futuristic society set in 2076, it is still classist right it, the broke people have it worse the people that are well off have a lot more and he's still being shamed for where he came from and so he's this kid that's really smart and that you know is obviously bright but is a troublemaker and his mom's trying to make ends meet and she works and works and works and they seem broke because she's paying all this money for tuition and all of a sudden, she dies. She in incidentally dies. She has this military-grade weapon that is called cyberware. And fast forward a little bit, he has injected, basically had himself programmed with this piece of cyberware, and now we're off and running, all right? Now we're deep diving into this world. He finds himself with these edge runners, which is basically a gang of, of thieves. They basically heist stuff, right? They find ways to steal. They smash and grab, do all kinds of things. He's basically in a gang, all right? David Martinez finds himself in a gang. His mom's died, and he is now in a gang using this military-grade weapon and... He learns from this leader, this gang leader, and gang leader ends up dying. Okay, shit, now David is the leader, except he's now following in the path of that guy, of Maine, who is the name of the gang, 
or the leader, the name of the leader of the gang, and his mom. He's trying to do them proud, trying to basically live life for other people, and now he's just injecting himself, all kinds of new cyberware. And before long, because this is what happens when you inject cyberware, he done lost his fucking mind, and it's a tragic story, riddled with the love story of Lucy, who is all into him. And, like, that is just a super condensed version of what the story is. It's a, a troubled kid set in a futuristic society, gets caught up in a gang life, has a love connection, eventually fucking dies. Like, literally just dies. And it's just, I don't know, it's just this story that, like, I didn't expect, I guess, is, is all I'll say. So now that I've done, like, a very, very quick summary of it, what were your thoughts of the whole show? What were your thoughts of like, what were your favorite parts of the show? What did you think of it? How was your experience with it? Did you agree with what a lot of people were saying? Okay. So I came on the podcast last week. Like, no, like I watched half of the first episode and it's gonna This show is going to be fucking good. And I got to say it didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. It just, is this a, was it a one-off just one season? Done? Yep. That's it. Okay. Yeah, see, it. I couldn't get, I didn't care about anyone. Maybe wow, David, huh? I I didn't care about a single character. I didn't care about Lucy. What was her deal? I, did we really get that? Like, how'd she get into the life, really? Yeah, we got it. Did little, we? Yeah, we got that. Where we, she, she came from another country, and they were big on, like, the, the uh, I can't remember what they're called, the, the, the minor, basically the mine people. Oh, yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and true. she eventually was able to escape yeah, but, but see, and it was just like a into brief Night kinda, City. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't, it was it wasn't, a brief explanation. It wasn't super detailed. But. We, didn't, we didn't get a, like, I don't know. I just felt like Maine, Maine was cool. Like, I liked his and David's relationship. And, you know, I felt like his death wasn't even that, like, emotional. I don't know. I, I felt like they they really fucked up on making big moments matter. The, the mom death could have came episode two. I felt like, you know, uh, get, you know, let us see more of her, of his mom because his mom seemed cool. You know, uh, mm -hmm. let us see that, like what she's actually doing, you know? And I don't know. I just felt like it felt, it fell short of my expectations. Okay. Um, I mean, it was, it's a short anime. And so I, you know, I, I knew that obviously going in, I mean, we only have like 200 and something minutes to really tell a whole story. It's really just a, a long movie when you really think mm -hmm. about it. And when I thought about it from that standpoint, I think it did a lot of what I wanted it to do. Right. We saw, uh, we saw David come along as this troubled kid and then he rises to the top of the ranks of the gang world essentially. And we, he, we see his love story intertwined with everything, the person he cares about most and how at one point with the person that he loved or, you know, he was starting to fall for with Lucy. She was saying that we're just so different people. And like, he was the good and she was the bad. And then, and that eventually flips like he's basically become the bad and she's the good that needs to be preserved and I don't know I just I, I liked being in that world and kind of seeing all that it had to offer and you know seeing that it didn't follow a lot of the standard anime stuff like one of the things that I liked most about it is that you know we didn't really have like anime time you know, this show did not have anime time. It felt like everything happened in real time. Like there wasn't long thoughts and drawn out things like that. It just bang, 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 bang. Things were happening. And I really appreciated that. I appreciated that David, especially in the beginning, seemed like a fucking 17-year-old. Like he didn't seem like some uber talented god 
of a 17 year old and even as the series progressed what we saw was you know him telling himself i'm special i'm special i'm special and by the end of it the guy that ends up popping him i actually his name eludes me right now he literally tells him you think you're special because you're scrappy and basically you're a dime a dozen that like for me was so awesome because it broke the mold of what so many anime are it almost felt like a breaking of the fourth wall it's like you think you're you're not special just because you're scrappy that is every anime ever is that a guy's scrappy and so he's special and he has all this hidden talent all this inability because he never gives up well david martinez never fucking gave up and he still ended up in the fucking dirt and i appreciated that that anime was willing to go there was willing to not be bound to what an anime is supposed to be and what a main character is supposed to be and that he's supposed to persevere and live and in the end like he did it for her and made sure that she got out of it and she got her dream fulfilled. And even for her, it felt like empty at the end because he wasn't with her. So so I don't know. For me, it was it was just a cool anime. It was just a dope experience for me. I like the boobs. <laughs> after all of that, <laughs> after my whole ass explanation, you come back with, I like the boobs. <laughs> oh come on i was planning it at the whole time you were oh, saying that you're fucking you're <laughs> jackass no that. i mean uh, it was i mean listen i'll just get into it i gave it an award and that was the critic snob the critic snob award for just the critics have this at a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes and so i'm like so excited for it and then i just fall so underwhelmed and then it's like you, you've always been the movie guy looking at all the little intricacies, you know, all that, you know, uh, what, what does this little interaction mean? And, you know, like just your explanation kind of just, just proved my award right there. <laughs> you called me one of the critics. No, but it's true. Like, okay. So let's break it down in terms of like what anime is. Okay. So first animation, what did you think of the animation? Hmm. You didn't like the animation style? I thought the animation Not was um, was awesome. Not huge on it. It got a little too extra. What does that mean? I don't know. It was just like, what the fuck's going on here? You know, I, I couldn't <laughs> keep up with that. I couldn't keep up with everything. It, you know, just everything looked too futuristic. I felt like even the fucking sky and shit. Except I don't know. Fifty years in the future. Okay, I I thought I, I promise you the, the the sky looked the same fifty years ago. <laughs> fifty years from now, not ago. Uh. I thought the animation was really good. I really enjoyed the animation. Uh, everything seemed clean as far as I could tell. There wasn't any like weird moments in any of the fights. I thought everything went pretty well together. I didn't, yeah, nothing nothing to complain about there. I thought some of the parts where when they're starting to lose it, when they're starting to go cyber psycho, I thought those were really well done and you could seriously see him losing it. I thought the moments where like he's clearly fucked up because he had to kill a mom, like I thought that was really well done. See, I, yeah, I thought I liked that part, but it, again, it was just like I felt like they didn't hit home on most of those moments. Like even that part was like, you get, yeah, I get it, you know. But it's like it, it that part still didn't even seem that sad. See, I feel like for you, you're not a short anime guy. I think that might. I, be I it. loved Erased. Erased I, I was know. fucking incredible. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you're you might I don't know. That's just because I disagree on. This no, it's one. not because of that. It's just because you're. I I don't know. I think some of the stuff definitely hit a lot harder. But uh, okay, music. What did you think of the music? Uh, the music in the last episode was good. It, it was fitting. Um, 
it made me care more about their relationship than I had actually cared about throughout the whole show. Just because, yeah, I thought the music was really good. It, just uh, as he's dying and shit, you know, they're going through the whole sequence. Uh, she sees him on the moon, all that. Yeah, I thought the music was great. I really like Franz Ferdinand being used. Like, they took it yeah. seriously, man, you know? And the, and then that one, like, it was just kind of when he was, like, doing his thing, you know? To, I can't even capture that beat, but it was just, like, a cool beat. And I just, I don't know. It, it, the music was really good for me. I really enjoyed the music. And then voice acting. Like, how did you feel about the the performances of the voice actors? wasn't big on the voice actors. Really? I, was, I couldn't stand Becca. Becca annoyed the shit out of me. Becca sounded like uh, when a fifth grader first starts cussing. I don't know. That's what that's what she reminded me of, and I don't know. It was, but she was just a small part of it. Yeah, I mean, Lucy wasn't that great. I thought Lucy was awesome. I liked Maine. I liked Maine. Wow, I wasn't huge on a, on a lot of his just m- misplaced dogs. <laughs> okay, I feel like like if you say dog, you don't say it the way he was saying it. But yeah. I see. I really thought. I really thought the voice acting was actually really good. I really thought it was strong. And one of the things that I thought was weird about the show was they didn't say like I. They they would say like, can do that instead of I can do that or he can do that. They say can do that. I don't know if you caught that, but they did a lot of that. And they also went. I was I wasn't big on their incorporated slang. That yeah, that was a little weird. I agree. Like the way they talked was a little bit weird, but uh, I don't know. And then the futuristic society thing was definitely interesting. I mean, I thought it was a glimpse into a reality I could definitely see where you can chip yourself and like people are download like people are downloading snuff films into their head where they could literally go through and watch like a person's death you know, and how that happened. He was forcing David to watch it and really starting to fuck with David's mental state of being. Uh, I thought that was really cool and like again. That is that feels way too possible, uh, and so that that one was definitely cool. And then the story, I guess, would be the last piece. And I, I thought it was a good story. I mean, it was thought it was a good night, a nice good story. I mean, it, a great death, right? Was what was what a, an edge runner is supposed to be um, defined by is what she had said earlier, or maybe it was Maine that said it. And I thought David had a good death. Like, yeah, he ended up falling through some shit. We didn't want him to. He kind of became the person that maybe his mom wouldn't have wanted him to. But in the end, he did right by the person he cared about most and uh, had a good death. I guess my biggest my biggest issue with this anime was too many enormous things happened in the span of 10 episodes. I guess it's it like, did move a little fast. Boom, his mom's dead. Okay. So now, all right, I'm leveling up. You know, I'm, I'm going to be this fucking street thug. Okay, that's fine. You know, we're just starting off the show. Then all of a sudden, Maine dies. Okay, and then right away, he's the, he's the main boss. We're just supposed to believe that. We don't know his journey. We didn't even get an episode of his journey, anything like that. We couldn't go 12 episodes there. Yeah. Um, and then just, I don't know. We don't, we didn't even know wait why did lucy fall out of the whole thing just she just wasn't she was just over it yeah she was just kind of over- like that kind of wasn't well, explained too no, well it was it was so basically he, she he, saw he something misses her he misses her but he's banging her every night no he misses her she being a part him? of the team that was that was part like it were that was that was how they got to know each other was on the job i feel like a guy would be you know he'd be happy that his girl would be out of the fucking i feel life. like i feel like you may have needed more explaining on certain which i was actually gonna one of my critiques was gonna be i do feel like they just threw me into the world and did not give me any like usually and and sometimes this is like too they oh, maybe people can over explain but I don't think that's a bad thing but sometimes when it's a newer you know it, the 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 anime or the show or whatever the movie will start with 
in the year 2076, this happened, this happened, and this is why, and cyber edge, you know, like we get like a one minute explanation that clears everything up. We did not get that. So it definitely felt like we were playing catch up the whole time. Like, I like, and I know there's a video game, so maybe you have to have been aware of the video game. But uh, yeah, it definitely, I, I, I can see that where it almost felt like we we're already behind. So we're trying to catch up. And so it's moving too fast because we're always trying to catch up to the plot. It felt like a TikTok version of an anime. Just, <laughs> what? Here it is. There it goes. I don't know. I don't know. It, what? So last question would be, how did you feel about the romance? So you, you didn't. On a one, on I, I was thinking about that because the last time we mentioned a romance was, I mean, your garbage ass coaches, um, <laughs> Okabe and uh, what was it, Christina? Yeah, yeah. So, other than that, like romance isn't too much in anime. So, so on a so- on a Sakura Sasuke to to Okabe Christina, where would you rank this? I mean, it's better than that. Better, better than what? Better than Sasuke. Sakura. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would say it's a solid, you know, uh, you know, like a B, so, a solid B of a romance. I thought the moon part was cool. Yeah, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't care too much for it. I'll give it a C plus. Okay. All right. Well, all in all, I thought it was a solid anime. I do not agree that it's like anime of the year. This is this is part of the, some of the things I don't get is like, you know, like I, Chainsaw Man was good. It was solid, but I it wasn't blown away by it. And I was not blown away by Cyberpunk Edge Runners, but I thought it was a really good experience and a fun anime to have watched. And I'm glad I watched it. It's kind of my takeaway. Same with Chainsaw Man. It's kind of my takeaway. Like, not the best thing I've ever seen, and uh, but pretty good. So, one to ten. What are you giving it? Uh, six. Wow. Okay. I'm going probably eight. I'd probably go with an eight. Um, would be my That's overall. Generous. You're good. Oh, it's come what, on. So all the other great animes you've watched are tens or nines because it's not close to those. You gotta take it into context of how long. Or maybe like seven point seven. If you if you give me make it like that. But yeah, solid. Not blown away. Not anime of the year, but a good anime watch. I'm glad I watched it. Good experience. So, well. That is going to do it for this week's episode of Anime Matters. Next week, we will be back at you with some uh, with some fun topics. But until next time, peace. Deuces.